0: Hello, and welcome to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef, the podcast, a platform for creators to chat about what really inspires them. They will share their life lessons that they've learned along the way, and most importantly, they'll tell us something sweet.
1: And welcome, everybody. This is Chef Padua Claire, affectionately known as Sugar Chef, And you're listening to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef, the podcast, the show that highlights some of my favorite creative entrepreneurs and small business friends. Today, we're talking with Chanel Howard, who is an educator, socialite, and owner of Chef Chanel and Company. How are you, Chef Chanel?
2: Hi, I'm doing well. How are you doing today?
1: And thank you so much for joining us today. I know you're a busy schedule uh you know you have a busy schedule as well as a mom and you're juggling 20 million things so thank you so much for hanging out with us today thank
2: you for having
1: me okay so we're gonna jump right into it so i know you have some amazing things coming up so let's just start here so you just made your tv debut on rat in the kitchen on the tbs network tell us about your experience on the show
2: So that was uh, interesting to say the least. I have always kind of shied away from competitive cooking, wasn't really my thing. But last year I said, you know what, let me just jump out there and see how it goes. So I was very excited to be a part of this experience. The show was um, a new concept. And I mean, I really didn't know what to expect, but when they told me about the idea about how the competition was formatted, and um, how it worked—it kind of intrigued me because it was more fun than anything. And uh-huh. when we set, like working with the other people who were on the cast, it was a great experience. It was fun. It was fun, and that's what I really loved about that whole show. Um, it was a little bit nerve-wracking because it was a long day of filming. Yeah, um, so we were there from like early morning till you know later in the evening. But right. all in all, I, was, I made some really great connections. I was allowed to showcase my talents in a fun way. And I didn't feel intimidated at all by some of the chefs, like what, you know, you might see on some of those more popular TV shows. We didn't yeah. know what we were walking into on the day of filming. Um, but I was greatly put at ease once we got the baking challenge because I love to bake. This as my as I love to cook. So it was right as my athlete. So it was, I would say it was overall fun experience.
1: Yeah, you were, you were great on the show. You look great. And most importantly, you brought, um, you know, your, your personality to the show, which is what I think it really, really needed. Uh, thank you. Yeah. So, you know, I know you're an educator and, you know, you work with a lot of young people on a day-to-day basis. How does working with young people um, interested in the culinary field, how does that impact the industry and you?
2: So, I love being able to um basically show up for these kids and be a person they can relate to when Mm -hmm. um they're trying to kind of navigate what's next after high school because i didn't have that coming up um so i i really find that my students um once i get to build a relationship with them then they're more likely to um you know more curious about what opportunities are available in the food service industry because a lot of people have that misconception that once you go to culinary school or take a culinary class, you automatically want to be a chef, right? I know, But
1: right? <laughs> Yeah, and it's
2: like crazy because like, I mean, that might have been the case, you know, 20, 30 years ago, but nowadays the possibilities are endless. So right. I am grateful for the opportunity to provide that exposure and, um, make those connections so that if they want to go into photography per se or if they want to go into blogging or if they want to go into food styling, like I basically give them an intro course into whatever possibilities could, you know, be available to them once they finish school and let them run with it. I actually had the pleasure of having some students compete um, not that long ago and this was born for me and the students and they were wowed at how well they did and yeah. also uh, being able to see everything come together. So I just, I find it, uh, like, I think it's more so an exposure um, opportunity than anything. Mm-hmm. And also, one thing I always tell all of my students is that they get to learn some great life skills because if nothing else, if you don't pursue a career in this industry, you're going to have to, you know, prepare a meal for yourself somewhere down the line
1: one day in the future. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, excuse That's me, I noticed. Yeah, and I also like the fact that, you know, a lot of these kids come from um, so many different backgrounds and challenges in their home life that they might not necessarily see a person like you who, quote unquote, has it all that are teaching them on a daily basis that she has her own kids. She makes these, you know, beautiful dishes. She has a business. She teaches classes. You do so many different things. So I think it's nice that they see that like you said, the possibilities in the culinary field are endless. And I always tell people again that it's such a forgiving business in the sense that if you come from a challenging background, if you enter into the culinary field, it's a good chance that you can turn your life around, you can go in a different direction, and you can completely uh, do a makeover. Absolutely.
2: That, that's exactly what I'm all about. It, you know, it doesn't matter where you started, because I came from humble beginnings for
1: sure. Yeah. Uh,
2: but... You
1: know, it, it definitely gives you an opportunity to, if you decided to shift gears in the industry, there's always an opportunity available for you to pursue. Absolutely. Yeah. That. Yeah. And, you know, in our community, um, you know, most of us learn how to cook from our parents. And I love seeing you cook with our little cousins <laughs> <laughs> on social media. You know, how did you find your, your passion for cooking? Like, who taught you how to cook?
2: So I honestly, um, there's not a person per se that taught me how to cook. My dad used okay. to cook a lot when I was coming up. My mom cooked also. Um, okay. but I used to just like play with my food, like and I mm-hmm. play with my food, like I would finish my lunch and I just start like throwing random stuff together on the plate. And then I um, became a little bit consumed with the idea of working in a role where there would always be a need for what I'm I'm doing because I didn't like traditional school. So that's where like the curiosity about how things work together in the kitchen came from. I wanted to be able to um, learn but not be bogged down with being in a classroom setting. I, I like working with my hands. So my love affair with food came from that. I didn't want to do a nine to five-day job. I didn't want to do anything that was boring and mundane. Like even my clients now know that I do offer some um, uh, traditional menu items, but I like to create things that appeal to them specifically for their event. So I just like the idea of doing You know whatever appeals to my client at the time, creating different beautiful, flavorful dishes, and it also keeps me curious about you know what's new in the industry, the way different flavors come together. Um, So my journey from where I you know started in high school to now has been a lot of self-taught trial and error, Um, and I'm inspired from many, many, many things around.
1: Yeah, that's 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 a great thing. Um, just as creatives, we, we are inspired by a lot of things around us. I'm sure that pours out into all the beautiful and delicious dishes that you make.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And one thing I've noticed about you or anyone out there who follows Chef Chanel, <clears throat> excuse me, on social media, I love your work-life balance. I know, you know, working in kitchen and teaching and things like that, I know for many of us, we spend a lot of time on our feet in the kitchen. And I know that having a work-life balance, especially when you're a parent and things like that, it's it's very important. So can you give anybody any tips on how they can balance, like working folks on how they can balance that delicate act?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So one thing, um, and this has been something that's been at the forefront of my mind in more recent years, is mm-hmm. making sure that I make myself a priority. So whether that means going to get a manicure or a pedicure or going to just go... Uh, take some extra time to myself, sit in my car, singing in my car, dancing while I'm getting ready, like whatever that looks like to fill my cup, I try to put that first um, because being a mom, an educator, and business owner, it, it, it sometimes feels as if my supply is being depleted by you know servicing others around me. So I try yeah. to make sure I am mindful of doing things that fill me up. That is first. And, you know, some people might see it as, um, you know, they put themselves left, I don't have time to do that, but I, I intentionally build time for things that I find joy with in my schedule. Otherwise, I'm no good to anybody. So Absolutely. when I get off of work, you know, I might just sit and scroll the inspiration. I might take a bit of time before I pick my kids up from daycare. Like everybody that has kids knows, like daycare hours are there for a reason. I I utilize them, Um, you know. So I definitely, you know, I allow my kids to have some extra time there. When it comes to um, things that I love to do, just to kind of take a break, I like to go for walks. I like to go explore the grocery store from time to time. I like to listen to music. Just things that kind of, you know, calm me and I don't have to be on i'm not being called chef or mom or what have you i like to kind of just have those nice moments to myself that is how i find the balance um and another thing that i have to do and that's what left me is i keep a calendar so everything is on my calendar um everything as far as like bills i need to pay appointments i need to keep reminders about things i might need to purchase do um, client invoices, like everything is kept on a calendar. So I'm not always, you know, my brain is not overloaded with a bunch of tasks. I can refer to my calendar on a daily basis, check to see what's coming up, what needs to be done, and knock it out. Um, and I also keep lists. Like I keep lists for grocery shopping, um, little reminders. Um, and i just just popping right in my phone. So if there's something I might have ran out of, I need to go replenish, it's in my phone. So I, I try not to keep a lot on my mind. It definitely helps
1: um, like in my bit. Yeah, to have lists in front of you. Yeah, I noticed that about myself as well. When you're working from a list, there's no way you can forget something or overlook something because it's there in black and white. So that that that's, that's a great piece piece of advice. Um, now I know you're always talking to adults and kids and things like that. What would you say to an adult or a kid or ch- a young person out there um, who is trying to find their way in the culinary field?
2: I get this question a lot. I often encourage people to just keep going. So for my path specifically, I didn't set out to be a culinary arts teacher. Mm-hmm. I worked as a line cook, I worked as a dishwasher, I worked as a bartender or a waitress, but I'm always curious about you know, what more can I do? So in whatever role I've worked, I've always taken on more tasks. I'm gonna help out a coworker, somebody's having an event coming up oh you need a cake you need something like I'm always doing more than is asked to me, and I don't just sit around and wait for people to ask me for things oftentimes I'm just you know taking the initiative to see where I can kind of fit in um and I know that this doesn't necessarily come naturally to everybody but working in that way has helped me along my path um not turning down opportunities that might you know not necessarily initially appeal to me because you never know who you might encounter in a in a room You never know what you can learn. Like, even when I do my classes, I always ask people about, you know, feedback. I'm really big on, you know, um, bettering myself. Where some people, you know, they think that they know everything and they don't. I'm always learning. Like, I'm always looking for opportunities to do more, to learn, to grow. That's just what, you know, has helped me along my way. Because, you know, I'm still wondering, like, what's next for me? So I'm currently taking on some courses for professional development at work, I'm looking to make more connections, networking, um, you know, just whatever, like just take advantage of every opportunity because you never know who you might meet, a skill you might be able to pick up, or, you know, what is waiting for you when you take on an opportunity that you might not necessarily uh, think fits you. You just never know. So take take risks, take chances, and just keep going. Going, yeah. We start always, always,
1: always learn. Yeah, yeah. You have to. What do they say? You're, you're a student of life. And when you feel like you've gotten to the point when you know everything, it's time to hang up your apron and do something else. Yes, right.
2: absolutely. Yeah. And like you know, you've seen the change in the years uh, in our industry. There yeah. is always something to learn. Like there's always something new trend. Always something, always
1: something to, to learn. learn. I mean, all, and
2: like if you if you don't acknowledge that, like you definitely need to hang up that apron.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it's always changing. And um, so I noticed that I know you have a consignment business and I know you have your catering business, which is called Chef Chanel and Company. Um, What other services do you, what other services do you offer and how can people find you?
2: Oh, great question. So I have a website that's uh, www.chefchanel.com. I um, post often on my Instagram. That's at chef underscore Chanel, S-H-A-N-E-L. I'm also on Facebook. It's Chef Chanel there. Um, so in addition to like the consignment that I offer, that's for freestyle, by the way, I also do bartending services, event services. So let's say somebody's throwing an event. They, they already have all the food set up. They already have all the drinks and stuff. They might need some service to help with set up and cleanup. I also offer that type of service. Um, if they need bartenders to come in for a couple hours, serve drinks so that they can actually be a guest at their own event i do that as well um i do cooking lessons for yeah. people um adult children i do them virtually and in person so uh some companies have come to me with requests for team building events so everybody in their on their team can log on to my session and cook along with me virtually i love 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 doing those because um, you know, you can you can follow a recipe, just read it, but you don't always have the author there to walk you through specific steps, you know? So I love right. doing those cooking lessons. Um, I do cooking demonstrations, tastings. So, and you know, I, I try to make myself available for um, a variety of different tasks. I do private chef services. So basically all the things I offer, is, 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 I have endless things I <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's 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 great to have a lot of different things, cause you keep that money coming in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, you
2: know what? The best though, aside from the money, is I have met some really great people. Yeah. Like, Real yeah. people at events. Like you know, it's just like I say, you never know who you're gonna meet in a certain space. Like I have come across some really great people who, um, just as much as I'm providing them a service, they've been able to help me out in different ways
1: yeah yeah because just like you said you just never know and it's really about building relationships and that's how you move your business forward as well as yourself absolutely yeah any upcoming projects that you know you'd like to share with the listeners
2: um so right now I'm actually on summer break from my job as an educator but I am um working on a few things to prepare us for the upcoming school year I will um wanting to take on some more competitions with my students I have um applied to be on a couple more shows so stay tuned to see how those applications play out um I don't have any like specific project per se that I am working on but I'm just always looking to develop my set, learn grow and kind of push myself outside of my comfort zone
0: yeah,
1: yeah. It's always about, especially in our business, like you mentioned earlier. It's about growing, challenging yourself, moving forward, doing different things. Because, like you said, you never know where your next opportunity is going to come from. You never know, uh, you know, who's watching you, who you're in the room with. You know, all of those good things. So, before I let you go, whisper something sweet in our ear.
2: All right. So I will say, always, always, always keep going, no matter what. Like, I have experienced many fails, but the fails have taught me the most. Um, Like, I set out to, uh, I'll tell a little quick story. I set out to do catering once upon a time before I knew exactly what I was doing. It didn't go quite well, but it didn't stop me from taking that feedback and that criticism and that bad experience to kind of push myself to do better the next time. So never stop challenging yourself. Keep going. You never know what is on the opposite side of fear, and just keep pushing yourself, because I mean, I I am a, a living testament to how you can turn a negative Really positive.
1: I, I really wouldn't have seen myself here about five, ten years ago, but I mean, here I am, and I'm excited for what's to come. So, you know, don't doubt yourself and just keep going. Mm, and no better words have been spoken. Thank you so much, Chef Chanel Howard of Chef Chanel and Company, and thank you, listeners, from the bottom of my heart for listening to Sweet sauce and Sugar Chef. I'm your chef host, Chef Padua Player, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please follow us on social media and also listen to us
0: on all
1: digital uh, streaming platforms. Thank you so much, guys. And we will chat with you soon. Have a great day.
0: You've seen me baking in some of the best kitchens on Food Network. Now you can bake with me virtually contact Sugar Chef to schedule a private or group baking class. Visit us at www.sugachef.com to schedule your private or group baking class. Making life sweeter, one dessert at a time. Thank you for tuning in to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef, the podcast.